0: O Lord, open my lips. And your
1: mouth will declare
0: your Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Praise to you, O Christ, Lamb of our salvation. You may be seated. The psalmody in your white insert, we begin with Psalm 25, and we'll chant responsibly by whole verse.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so rent your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness. up my soul. Oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not let me
1: triumph over me.
0: Indeed, let no one who waits on you be ashamed. Let those be ashamed who deal treacherously without cause. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation, on you I wait all the day. Do not remember the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O oh Lord. the Lord. Therefore he teaches sinners the way. The humble he guides in justice. And the humble he teaches his way. For oh, all
1: the flesh
0: of the Lord on mercy and truth. To such as keep his covenant. And His such ceremonious. For your name's sake, O Lord. Pardon my iniquity. For it is great. Himself shall dwell in prosperity, and his descendants shall inherit the earth. The children of the Lord is with those who fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord. For he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Send us to me, I have mercy on thee. For I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have enlarged. Bring me out of my distresses. The Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. Keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in you. Let in, Let integrity and uprightness preserve me. For I wait for you.
1: We receive Israel, O God, out of all their troubles.
0: Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So rend your heart and not your garments, return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, have great kindness. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and He will have mercy on him. Psalms. 6. shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your
1: guide.
0: O Lord, do not rebuke me in your rancor, nor chasten me in your What displeasure! Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O
1: Lord, hear me, for my bones are
0: troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? death there is no remembrance of you in the grave who will give you thanks I am weary with my groaning all
1: night I make my bed swim I touch my couch
0: with my tears my eye wastes away because of grief it grows old because of all my enemies. Keep upon me all you workers of
1: iniquity. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping.
0: The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. The Father, and the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. World without end, Amen. Share your bread with the hungry. Bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked, cover him. Do not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be yours. Psalm 91. Mm -hmm. Mm. But rather give alms of such things as you have, then indeed all things are clean to you. treasure in the heavens that does not fail. Where no thief approaches, nor moth destroys. Oh, For your treasure is. Fear, heart
1: will be also.
0: He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, O oh Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress.
1: My God in Him, how I
0: will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. And from the perilous pestilence.
1: He shall cover you with his feathers. And under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and father.
0: You shall not be afraid of the terror by night. Nor of the arrow that flies by day. Nor of
1: the pestilence that falls in darkness. Nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday.
0: A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near you. Only
1: with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked.
0: Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the Most High your dwelling place. No
1: evil
0: Nor shall any slave come near your dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Yes. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him.
1: With my life I will satisfy him and
0: show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father, And to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. But rather give alms of such things As you have, then indeed all things are clean to you. Sell what you have and give alms. Provide yourselves money bags which do not grow old. A treasure in heaven does not fail. Where no thief approaches, nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The responsory following the readings is on page 226. The Old Testament reading for St. Matthias' Apostle is from the 66th chapter of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one will I look, on him who is poor and of a contrite spirit, and who trembles at my word. Here ends the reading. The epistle is from the first chapter of Acts. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples although the number of names was about 120, and said, "'Men and brethren, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke before, by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus, for he was numbered with us and obtained a part in this ministry.'" Now this man purchased a field with the wages of iniquity, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his entrails gushed out, and it became known to all those dwelling in Jerusalem. So that field is called, in their own language, a keldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, let his dwelling place be desolate, and let no one live in it. And let another take his office. Therefore, of these men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed two. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias, And they prayed and said, You, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas, by transgression, fell, that he might go to his own place. And they cast their lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven. Here ends the epistle. The Holy Gospel is from St. Matthew, the 11th chapter. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Here ends the reading the responsory. Mm -hmm. Deliver me, O Lord, my God, for you are the God of my salvation.
1: Mercy me from my enemies. Protect me from those who rise against me.
0: In you, O Lord, do I put my trust, leave me not, O Lord, my God.
1: Rescue me from my enemies. Protect me from those who rise
0: against me. Deliver me, O Lord, my God, for you are the God of my salvation. sermon text is from the second chapter of 1 John. It's verses 15 to 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, Is not of the Father, but is of the world, and the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In tonight's sermon text, it's speaking about love, going along with our uh, Bible study, uh, adult study. This one in particular is speaking of the Greek word agape, love. This love is intelligent love, purposeful. It's a choosing kind of love. And it indicates the direction of the person's will, uh, body and soul, particularly the will. Now, there are other words that deal with uh, love, speak of love. For example, there is phileo, the friendly attraction kind of love. But St. John is particularly concerned about having our will, our, our inner will, attached to two things, to the world and to the things of the world. Now, the world, the world of which St. John speaks in this epistle is none other than the sinful world and everything which is opposed to Christ on earth. So, St. John does not want to have our will aligned with the sinful world and its opposition to Christ. But St. John is not only concerned with sin, he says that he is concerned with the love for the things in this world. <laughs> now, that might sound a little bit crazy because the triune God created the things in this world. He created everything, and he created it good. And so we are not forbidden to admire or appreciate, to use a right the natural things of this earth, things like relatives and friends, fatherland, the beauties, the grandeur of nature, home, occupation, and the thousands other of useful, attractive, valuable things which God has put all around us. Nevertheless, we can misuse even the good things Of this world. St. Paul was concerned about the sinful attraction or sinful misuse of the things of this world. He speaks about those who misuse the stuff of this world. Now, we certainly may have a friendly attachment to things, but we should not, agape, we should not set our will upon them. We should not give them that love. That comes from the will. First Corinthians seven says this. But this I say, brethren, the time is short. So from now on, even those who have wives should be as though they had none; those who weep as though they did not weep; those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice; those who buy as though they did not possess; and those who use this world, and those who use this world as not misusing it. For the form of this world is passing away. And so we ought to consider the things that we have, that we may use and rightly use, but not put our will upon them. As sinners, we always think that, well, we're always, I'm doing it right, and and it must be my neighbor. My neighbor's doing it wrong. So similarly, when it comes to the sinful misuse of the things of this world, we usually determine that we're not really the problem. It's the object itself that is the problem. If we could only have a prohibition of those sin-causing things, yes, that's the problem. Then we could be without sin, right? Dancing leads to immoral behavior. Drinking alcohol causes drunkenness. And modern music causes debauchery. But is that really our problem? If we could eliminate dancing alcohol and rock and roll, then would we be free from lust? No. So when Lent comes, and people decide to give up things for Lent, does it reduce sin? No. No. You see, that's ridiculous. The ridiculousness of confusing the cause from the result is illustrated by the old joke that's put on the pietist. Do you know why God prohibited adultery in the Eighth Commandment? Because he was afraid it would lead to dancing. Confusing the cause and the result. Yes. St. John teaches us that we ought to misuse He teaches us how the misuse of God's things actually happens. It comes not from the object, the thing of the world. It comes from the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. The things of this world are beautiful and attractive, but it is the sinful lust, or the desires of the mind, which invent ways to misuse God's creation. Now, if you take a look in in, in the Psalms, you will find that God uh, often is condemning people for their inventions. It's it's not what we would think of as inventions. By inventions, he means the misuse of the things of this world, their own inventing of it. So these two things that uh, uh, we are being warned against regards the misplaced love which comes from our own sinful desires. The first is that the world is passing away. Well, if your will is clinging to the things of this world, then you will pass away with it. God has given us the things of this world in order to provide us, to provide for us in this world. Nevertheless, these external means of this world are not needed in heaven. No. The saying is true. In heaven there is no beer, that's why we drink it here. Well, there is no marriage in heaven either. But for now, it is a good invention, and it provides for us, and it should be used. But remember, we are not to trust in the things of this world. The world is passing away. The second is that those who sinfully love the stuff of this world, he says the love of the Father is not in him. I guess this ought to be self-evident. If you have love of sin and the misuse of things, of course, you're not going to be loving the Heavenly Father. However, St. John's words are not about our love of God. They are telling us about God's love for us. For you Latin scholars, it is a subjective genitive, not an objective genitive. It means we are not talking about our love for God, but when we say the love of God, we're talking about God's love for us. The Father's love for you is not in you. Though the Father is seeking to bring you to a knowledge of your sins, and he is wanting to create faith in your heart, your love of sin and your misuse of things is keeping the Father's saving love away. Those who love the world or the things of this world are not believers. And thus, the Father's love does not rest upon them. They have his wrath. So, in the end, finally, St. John says this, but he who does the will of God abides forever. Some things to note then. One, Jesus came to earth and he suffered and died to take away our sins. He didn't come to take away sin-causing things like alcohol, fancy cars, and beautiful women. The Heavenly Father made all these things for us. He made the world. But his Son came so that we could be forgiven of our misuse, our sinful lust, and the willful love of clinging. To the things of this world. Two, the believer in Jesus Christ has been given a new heart. His will has been changed so that he prays, Thy will be done. The believer desires the will of God. He does not set his will upon the stuff of this world, but upon what the Father desires the agape love of the believer is in fact a will to do the will of God, and the believer wants then to repent of his sins, and he wants to believe in God for salvation, and this is the very will of God himself, so both the believer and God are of one will. And three, the believer is not taken out of this world, but he is to serve God here, in this vocation, with the things of this world. Use them, but do not misuse them. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen. The canticle for this evening is the Magnificat. It's on page 228. We stand. Let my prayers rise before you as incense and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has regarded a loving and be handmaiden. For behold, from this day, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty. Has done great things to me and holy is his name and his mercy is on those who fear him throughout all generations he has of his arm and scattered the proud in their own conceit. He has put down the mighty from their seats and exalted the humble and meek. He has filled the Hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has remembered his mercy and sustained his servant Israel as he promised to our fathers, to Abraham. To sing forever. Shades away the very light of my thou art. Who dost that blessed light impart? All holy Lord, to Thee we bend. Thy serpents through this night deepen. And grant us calmly repose in thee, A quiet night from perils free. Let not dull sleep the soul oppress, Nor secret foes the heart possess. Nor Satan's wiles the flesh allure, And make us in thy sight impure. Light slumbers, let our eyelids take, The heart to thee be still awake. And thy right hand protection be to those who love and trust in thee. O Lord, our strong defense be nigh, bid all the powers of darkness fly. Please serve and watch for us for good, whom Thou hast purchased with Thy blood. Remember us, dear Lord, we pray, while burdened in the flesh we stay. Thou only canst us so deep and be with us, save Lord to the end. Amen. The prayers we stand. Page two hundred and thirty-one. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, whose chosen apostles have witnessed to us regarding your resurrection, grant that your church, ever preserved from false teachers, may praise your wonderful works and walk in the power of your resurrection. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever, O God, who sees that of ourselves we have no strength, keep us both outwardly and inwardly, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Amen. Direct us, O Lord in all our doings with your most gracious favor, and further us with your continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally by your mercy obtain eternal salvation, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord God, the life of all the living, the light of the faithful, the strength of those who labor, the repose of the blessed dead, grant us a peaceful night free from all disturbance, that after a time of quiet slumber we may by your goodness be endued in the new day with the guidance of your Holy Spirit and enabled in peace to render thanks to you Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, And the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all.